0: Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris.
1: My name's Obert.
2: And I'm Jordan. Oh, hey, Yay. Jordan, how's it going? Hey, good, good. I thought I'd hop in here for a little bit with you guys. Yeah, this was not planned, not scheduled. No, not at all. Nope. I saw you guys on uh, the the podcast recorder of your choice. and <laughs> He Zoom-bombed <laughs> us. Jordan
1: Zoom-bombed us. <laughs> yep, yep,
2: that's what I did. So I'm here to stay whether you like it or not. <laughs> okay, I'm not happy
1: about it, but I guess I guess I have no choice. He just conveniently was sitting there at his computer with his microphone and a, a beer handy. And <laughs>
2: oh, I'm always sitting here at night ready to go. <laughs> just waiting. Microphone in front, <laughs> beer by the side.
0: <laughs> oh, someone's recording the podcast. I'm going to get them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> One of these days... <laughs> oh awesome man well it's been such a long time since we've had
2: you on thank you for coming back how are you how's things how's life things are great life is great uh i don't even honestly remember the last time i was on this podcast you guys were on mine i think more recently than i was on yours yes so um, i believe that's true Yeah, so anyone who (laughs) remembers me from a year ago, uh, I've moved to Texas since then, and uh, it's been great. We moved in the summer, kind of settled in. It was very hot and humid compared to what I'm used to in Southern California, but we got through it. And now we're in the winter, where it's a lot colder than I'm used to in Southern (laughs) California, and we'll get through it. So (laughs) it's been great. (laughs) Things are a lot bigger out here. It's true what they say. Okay, so, uh, so what does it,
1: that mean, though? Because everybody okay. says that.
2: So literally, every Target here is a Super Target, but not just a regular Super Target. Like a giant, like even bigger than the Super Targets back at where I used to live. And there are grocery stores here. So the Kroger, which I've never been to an actual Kroger. We had Ralph's where I live, which is just Kroger name brand. But the Kroger's here are the size of Walmart's you could wow. buy you could buy your groceries and you could buy some jeans all in the same spot like i i got to fifteen thousand steps the other day just by running errands around this town like it's <laughs> ridiculous just from so kroger they, yeah just from kroger so when they say everything's bigger they just mean it's like a lot more spread out <laughs> okay so well, gotta, they have all that land mass they got to fill it up yeah, somewhere there's yeah.
1: so much land here so you go to target and your cart is like the size of like a midsize sedan
2: yeah essentially yeah that's exactly what it is all the trucks are a lot bigger out here
1: yeah the aisles are 40 feet wide yeah yeah (laughs) oh man yeah
2: it's been uh it's been good um we've really enjoyed this move it's been great uh and we're finding a lot of cool places that we've been going to we went to i've become a huge fan of the uh major league soccer team out here because no one else in this town wants to be so i've been able to go to a game of that (laughs) and kind of uh watch them and everything so that's been pretty cool and you know texas is open compared to california which is nice so we have been able to see the sights a little bit more than we probably would but um I haven't actually been to a brewery yet. I've gone to pick up beers, but I haven't actually like stopped in to one of them yet. So that's still on the list to do once things probably once the holidays are over and things hopefully calm down a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Got to be tough going to a new place when you can't really experience it, you know, in the truest form.
2: I I just I feel like I would be too social. I try to go up to talk to people at tables, and that's just a big no no right now. So right. yeah, you know, I'll, I'll enjoy their beers from the comfort of my home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I mean that is that is the one I we've talked about it before, and I'll talk about it again. But like I just I miss going to breweries. Like even with the kids, mm. like bringing them in there and just hanging out and talking to the people. I, it's just and I'm not I'm not the social butterfly that Jordan is. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But uh, yeah, so I'm, are I'm you, excited. You're like you're like a, a social caterpillar. Yeah, you yeah. have the, you have the potential. You just haven't cocooned it yet.
1: I think yeah, he's I like just... a social metapod. Just keeps using Harden, <laughs> and he's never gonna get out of that cocoon. <laughs>
0: Yes. No. Every once in a while, I'll have some more beers and I'll turn to like a social butter butterfree, but like, but I I need as long need... as you're
2: wearing that, as long as you're wearing the scarf and uh, some sappy music plays, perfect butterfree moment.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Set me free. Uh, be free. Butterfree or whatever. It is. Yeah. Bye bye butterfree. Bye bye butterfree. That's it. There it is. Awesome.
2: Uh, oh yeah. man.
0: That's. That's good, man. I'm 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 happy for you. I'm glad things are working out down there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have never been to Texas, but now I'm gonna have to go because <laughs> oh, uh, definitely. I now mean, now we got a we place all know, to stay.
2: Yeah. Ex- well, hey, by all means, man. And what's great about here? We have the extra room right now. So we like when we were in California, we had a one bedroom apartment. Then we moved here and we got a two bedroom. But what's nice about here is we can actually afford a home so eventually down the line our plan is to have a place <laughs> that then we'd actually have even more room for all you guys to show up there <laughs> you go yes there a lot go. of a lot of the recommendations i've gotten actually have been from tud because he's been to dallas uh so much he gave me quite a few spots to go check out so that was pretty cool
0: oh nice yeah tud does love him tud does love him some texas yeah now we clearly know it's because everything is tud size down there everything's <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly you need you, You need Mighty Big Spaces to fit Tud's ego. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Because Tud loves him some Tud. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, so
1: when we have our first annual uh, DAWF Con, it's going to be hosted at Jordan's house. So we're all piling (laughs) in.
0: I like it. I like well, it. <laughs> the houses in Texas are the size of your average mansion, right? Y- yeah, Anywhere exactly. Else. We'll
2: have a lot of space for everyone. I'll make lanyards. It'll be great. <laughs> two two bedrooms, one bath,
0: forty two hundred square feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I know it's been a long time, but on this podcast, Jordan, we actually drink beers. So, uh, oh man, my f- or my drinks of your choice. Do. It doesn't even have to be. It doesn't even have to be beer. Uh, but, uh, as the guest, do you want to go first? Do you want to
2: defer? I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Um, I'll, I'll pick up the rear. You guys can go first and then that way I'm not, uh, messing up the format starting off. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll go first. See, Haha. It was, this
1: is the trick.
0: It, it was all a, by was Chris. A trick. All on. <laughs> Reverse psychology. I got you. You got me. <laughs> I'm such a, I'm such a mastermind. I have a beer that came courtesy of Obert, which apparently I was the only person that got. So that's that's exciting. That's exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, this one came from Historic Casanova Liquors in Wisconsin, and uh, <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed when I went there. The guys like, you got to get this, got to get this, got to get this. Built some mixed four packs of you know single beers, and then I was like, okay, time to split them all up, and every, everybody got something. That nobody else got, and this was one of the ones that Chris got that I didn't get to try. So I'm excited to hear what it's what it is.
0: I know, and and I'm excited because the can art is pretty cool. But it's called Critical Path, which is a hazy IPA uh, from Wild Mind Artisan Ales from Wa- Wanaki, Wanaki, Wisconsin.
2: Whoa. Sure. Is that the one yeah. that's spelled W A N E U K A? W A U N. A K E E. Uh, yeah, they got uh, some weird names in Wisconsin.
0: I'll, have to, I'll send a, I'll send a picture of this to my sister who is in Wisconsin. She and speaks Ziva. Wisconsin. She speaks. Oh, okay. she, she understands. I don't think she's fluent, but she can. Right. She she can read it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She can, yeah. She can't write it, but she can speak it.
2: For Right. For sure. Right. Exactly.
0: Uh, so it's a hazy IPA, uh, and the can are, as I said, was c- kind of neat. It's a critical path, so it's uh, just got this like. I don't know how you'd explain it. Like,
1: uh, I would say like it looks a... like what you would see on a starship controller in a sci-fi movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yep. That's about right. It's just like yeah, a lot of a video... weird circuit diagram. Yeah. What was that video game where you had to do the circuitry? Was it like Bioshock or something? Where they, I was, you had to like flip the circuits and get it to run in the path for electricity or something. Yeah.
0: That was that was Bioshock. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess that's that's what came more came to mind. Yeah. It's kind of like. It's kind of cool. Just check out the Instagram; mm-hmm. you'll maybe see it. Um, <laughs> Chris, that means you're going to post a
1: picture of this one, right? Well, we'll
0: find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you can see, it is a hazy boy, uh, per- pretty hazy, nice and orangey color. Um, nice little head on it, and it, it's not dissipating either, which I kind of like. Let's see, on the nose, I do get—I get some citrusy notes, but I have a feeling that this might be. This might have a little bit of earthy tones to it, just from the smell. So uh, it's Matuka, Raku, Wakatu, Pacifica, and Centennial hops. So that's not a hop combination you see very often. So, no. uh, But we're going to get into it. We're going to see what this critical path is all about. So thank you, Obert, for thinking of me when you bought just this one beer. <laughs> You're like, you know who would like this? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we found out Chris doesn't speak Wisconsin, but he does speak hops, so that's good.
2: Yes. (laughs) They sound very similar. (laughs) They're of the same dialect.
1: (laughs) Hmm.
0: That is interesting. It's very bold. It's got a very bold flavor to it. Um, It's almost like really straight, straight up front. You get hit really hard with... It's like earthy with a hint of tropical fruits but nothing it's it's way more earthy than that uh let's see Next one okay so it's, it's a the can's a little older but it's not not old old not
1: you he said it's about six months old
0: about six months yeah um but yeah it's 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 it's, it's kind of it's weird um like is it weird i want to say it's like it's almost like it's almost got like a minty kind of appeal it's like very um <sighs> Uh, it's not mint, but it. You know how like mint herbal? feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a more herbaly kind of thing. Yeah, like how mint feels, but not mint. <laughs> <laughs> mint adjacent. <laughs> mint adjacent. Yes, it's like
2: basil. Yeah, yeah. Basil. Maybe basil might be. Yeah, is that is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like basil is of the same. Uh, like
1: they're both leafy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're both leafy there was yes, one, they're both leafy one time i was trying to make mojitos at home and i was not paying enough attention in the grocery store i left with a thing of cilantro <laughs> instead of the mint so maybe it's cilantro <laughs> that, that's the mint adjacent flavor did you, you end go. up
2: making the drink with the cilantro
1: <laughs> no i don't even know what i did with it i probably just like tried to make some pasta sauce or something
2: Oh, man, because that could have been the key. Maybe no one's thought to do it because it's too crazy, but maybe it's just crazy enough. Just now that you know that cilantro is mint adjacent. Yeah. It's
0: basically... If you look up uh, substitutions for mint in a recipe,
2: cilantro's <laughs> right there. <laughs>
0: if, they, uh,
1: that,
2: if they had an IBU system for leafy greens, it would be mint, basil, cilantro. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's exactly
0: right.
1: Does that mean you can make guacamole with mint? That's what I want to know.
2: <laughs> I think you I think you could make anything with mint. The question is, should you? Right. That's true. That's right. a good
0: point. Oh. <laughs> uh, um so the more I'm drinking this and the more my palate's adjusting to cuz it did hit me pretty hard right up front. Um my my palate's adjusting so any beer I drink after this is going to be just destroyed. Um but it it's I mean it's it's really good. Um I do get the earthy and some tropical fruityness up front. And then it kind of kind of tails off a little bit. It's a little it's a little bitter or minty. I don't know. <laughs> one of the two uh but i mean it's very it's very it's very different different than what you expect your hazy ipas to normally be and um but not in a bad way it's just it's just different so um i'm going to give this i i'm I'm gonna have to look up tasting notes because i I need to know (laughs) what i'm tasting um but i'm going to give this a three and 3.75 so it's good it's different um but i'm like happy it's different you know it's like it's not the
2: same ipas you drink over and over and over again so do you think it scored higher because it's different uh and if ipas tasted this was a similar taste for ipas do you think it would have scored lower like do you think it's the gimmick that's getting you
0: no um it's 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 a it's a well-executed beer even even if it was if this was like a standard for ipas i mean i'd probably give it a 375 still Mm. um but that's a good question i just you know i'd We've talked. Well, I mean, you listen to the podcast, but like, we just uh, w- we love our hazy boys here. So, like, yes. you know, Citra and Mosaic, like that's that's our go-to. You know, um, yeah. So I think they were like, it's either one of two things: they were trying to experiment, or they're like, oh crap, we got all these hops left over. I just have to throw them on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, it came out. It came out really good. And uh, I know nothing about these guys, so um, I'll have to. Like I said, I'll send a picture to my sister and see if she she's heard of them?
1: Yeah, so I have it up here. They're from they're actually from Minneapolis. Wild Mind art uh artisan ales. Maybe um, it's... And I do have the Untapped Average if you would care to guess.
0: I think for the first time in a while I think this one's not going to quite hit 4. I could be wrong, but I don't think it's going to hit 4. I think it's going to be a 3.87.
1: Well, you were right. This is a this is a low one for us. This is a 3.71.
0: Okay. All right, so
1: Yeah, so you weren't alone in finding it a little different.
0: Okay, that yeah, uh, makes I, me feel a little better because that... sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I, I'm.
1: Is my tongue am, the weird one?
0: Yeah, am I the weird one, or does everybody taste not mint, mint? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so they I mean, say, long, sh- long, long shot for man of the people this week.
1: They say for tasting those citrusy, light, smooth, melon, and crushable. Over the um, tags on Untapped, so not a full flavor profile on here with their 1890 check-ins. But, um,
0: huh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I'm going to look up the P- Pete, Tom, P- Bob, and Frank, or whatever. <laughs> those guys. <laughs> I'm going to look up there. Those guys. <laughs> uh, okay. But I'll look it up. And, uh, Obert, what do you have for us today?
1: All right. So, as you can probably tell from the various sleigh bells and flying reindeer sounds and mm-hmm. gentle ho ho hoing in the background. Yes, um, all they, very prevalent Maybe Mariah Carey, the the ghost of Mariah Carey is in the background too, who knows But uh, I have a Christmas beer this week Because it is the season, as they say That's um, true You know, we only got one more episode between now and, and the holiday So I hope you're all doing your shopping, people um, And if you celebrate Hanukkah, I think you're already like day five by now So you gotta, you gotta get in there <laughs> um, this week I have the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Peppermint Porter. Interesting. Which Jenna mentioned last week on the on the show. Um she said it was really good. So upon hearing that, I was like, Okay, I gotta try and find some of this. I was able to find a four pack and uh, had to find out for myself if it lives up to the hype. Mm. So I was a big fan when these guys first came out when I first started seeing the Kentucky bourbon barrel porters, um, in like mid 2010s. Um, you know, I think at the time they were one of the more prevalent bourbon barrel aged beers you could get anywhere. Um, and this is the first year I've started to see a lot of the varieties around. I saw that they have like a vanilla one and I think there was at least one other one. Um, but because Jenna mentioned this one and she made it sound delicious, I was like, you know what, let's go for it. And mm. wow, just pouring it. This thing smells like a junior mint in a glass. Ooh. Maybe maybe a thin mint. I don't know if if I had a blind smell test if I could distinguish between a junior mint and a thin mint, which ones would be. <laughs> but that's for further research for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um have either of you guys had this one before or had a a peppermint beer before speaking of minty beers i
2: haven't had i haven't had the i that version of the kentucky i've had uh regular kentucky bourbon barrel aged one but uh mint beer i used to get victory at sea from ballast point and they had a peppermint version oh they uh, did oh yeah Mm -hmm. and i i i enjoyed it i thought it was good uh i like the original a little bit more but i don't I don't see many mint beers out there. Uh they're kind of few mm. and far between.
1: Well, we've had two on this podcast tonight, so <laughs> oh, yeah, so you guys are really fine here. <laughs> Yeah. Uh
0: I've had the the Southern Tears Thick Mint. I don't know if you've ever had mm. that. It was one of their um Girl Scout cookie uh knockoff beers. I see or the
1: I see the pun now. Taste aliks or whatever. And
0: it was yeah. that was that was very good. <laughs> but I love thin mints yeah and Uh-oh. thick mints and thick mints and yeah. what are the green mints what are the green andes and Andes mints uh, oh maybe
1: that's green. what this smells like
0: oh there we go okay it smells andes like andes i'm walking so out good. of an olive garden
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um but yeah it the head dissipated rather quickly and you know as you can imagine this is what a peppermint porter would look like it's pretty dark you know Talking mm-hmm. upper 30s on the SRM scale here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Approaching 1 billion. <laughs> Approaching a
1: billion. But um, not quite. You know, it's still, if you shine a light through it, you can see. Oh. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not not impenetrably dark. But wow, it's just a ton of peppermint on the nose. I'm excited to try this out. And as you guys know, I am not a fan of peppermint schnapps. That was one of my uh, first uh, ever face your beers. But <laughs> I, like, I like thin mints. I like mint flavor in general. So Okay. Just, not, it's not no, a, just nothing. Is, not a face your beer segment because I think this is actually going to be something enjoyable. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Lots of – it tastes. this is a Thin Mint. This is a Thin Mint in a glass basically. <laughs> um, it's not – like I said, it's not a very thick beer. This porter, it's still pretty light and drinkable. Uh, Viscosity-wise, it's not super thick. But um, it definitely t- tastes like a Thin Mint beer. And if mm. that's what you're into – if that sounds good to you, you should try and find some of this because you will not be disappointed.
2: That sounds so awesome. Um, right. There's a there's a brewery, I think, out here called Lakewood, um, and they have a beer called the Temptress, which everyone's kind of raving about. And it's a – I don't know if it's a milk stout or if it's just a regular stout, but they have this variation pack with different versions like coconut, Temptress, peanut butter, Temptress, and they just put one called uh, Sin Mint on there. And I Ooh. saw it won like a gold medal in something or other. Someone just posted it won some accolade somewhere. So maybe since mint is now on my brain, I might have to go find this guy <laughs> at my yeah, local That craft shop. sounds really good.
1: And right. As delicious as this beer is, that is one thing I would say that I think it would be a little bit better if this was like a milk stout. You know, if this was mm-hmm. if this was made with lactose or just a little bit thicker than the little it's very light bodied, I think. A little bit more robust uh, body would serve this beer pretty well. But on the flip side, this 12-ounce bottle will go down pretty smooth, and I won't feel like, Ugh, you know, this is a good dessert beer if you had a full meal and you're a full Christmas meal. You're not sure how you're going to fit any beer in your stomach. This one you could fit. <laughs> you could fit that one? Yeah, yeah it's it right. not super heavy.
0: So do you get a lot of bourbon flavor? Cause no. It, okay, because no. it is supposed to be a bourbon barrel porter right
1: yeah and that's a good question um i got the bottle here 8.2 percent by the way and yeah. it says to you that um it's aged in oak bourbon barrels but you know when these guys first came on the scene there weren't a lot of beers that at least in my awareness that were doing the bourbon barrel aging um these guys were one of the first and i feel like it kind of stayed at that level where a lot of other like you know you've got like founders like kbs and you've got a lot mm-hmm. of other really good you know Tud Tud loves his um <laughs> goose, island. goose island bourbon county beers um yeah. there's a lot of really good bourbon barrel aged beers out there this one you know i purposely let this get a little warm before i cracked into it to see if i could get a little bit of that um bourbon flavor that oakiness it's just washed away by the peppermint um if, you don't, it, it this doesn't taste any different than I would, if this hadn't been bur- barrel aged, I don't think I would really be able to tell.
2: If I remember correctly, uh, the original Kentucky one that I had, just the, the straight Kentucky bourbon barrel aged ale, it didn't taste boozy to me. It tasted malty for what I assumed it would be. So that kind of makes sense that it doesn't have that punch in the face that some bourbon barrel aged bourbon barrel aged beers have um Mm. so that kind of makes sense but i kind of like that sometimes that that like booziness is a little it it kills all the flavor of everything else so Mm. i like that that this lets it breathe a little bit more it sounds like
1: yeah yeah um i think there's a version of this beer that you could make with maybe a little bit more blending where you could because peppermint's such an overwhelming flavor and again this is I haven't really said this explicitly, but there's a lot of chocolate flavors in here, too, with the the Thin Mint comparison. Um, I think if you were to blend in more of a, just like a straight bourbon barrel aged porter or stout, um, you could maybe unlock a little bit more of that oakiness that's overwhelmed by the the peppermint flavor. But if you want something that you don't have to hunt, you're not like, oh, well, there's a little bit of peppermint in here. Like this is the beer for you you know this is like bam this is a thin minute in a glass
2: so everyone's nice. sticking everyone's sticking peppermint sticks of gum in their beer stop what you're doing yeah buy this beer <laughs> oh, exactly <damn. laughs> if you're
1: french pressing your beer with chewed peppermint gum just <laughs> dropping Winto green lifesavers <laughs> into your beers before you drink them uh this is the beer for you yeah um window green but, yeah, I, I, I can't help but be a little critical even though this is delicious. So it's only going to get, you know, 3.75 from me. Um, I, the novelty of this makes me want to give it into the four territory because, as we've said, we haven't had seen many peppermint beers around. But I think there's a be- better peppermint beer out there. I just haven't found it yet. And it sounds like both of you have described candidates. So I'll yeah. be on the lookout.
2: Yeah. I was always yeah. a fan of it. Yeah. Both yeah, yeah, the thick, the both thick, thick, the
1: thick mint and the cinnamon. mint. You know, if there's other thin mint puns beers out there, we'll track them down.
0: <laughs> we'll find them. Yeah. So, out of the four thousand eight hundred and fifty nine check ins on Untapped, what do you think it rates?
1: Not that many. Um, I'm surprised. You know, this is a big national, but I guess it's seasonal. So, um, mm. I think this is this is gonna be like a three eight eight.
0: Okay, no, it's actually higher. It's a four
1: point oh two. Okay, um, breaking the four barrier. It's surprising, yeah. yeah.
0: Now my friends think it's amazing. They gave it a four point three six. Uh, okay, with a couple fives and four seven fives. So, um, and then a three. <laughs> Shout out to friend of the podcast Brandon, who is at the Craft Handler on Instagram giving it a three let's go <laughs>
1: hey, at least he tried it at least he tried hey, it real. He, he, <laughs> yeah. he,
0: tr- he tried it. yeah he's probably not he's not shocked by the
1: peppermint no
0: but uh cool um, awesome yeah i i like those peppermint beers i'm gonna have to try and see if i can hunt this one down so
1: so we saved jordan for last which is good because he always has like some really knockout descriptions of the beer so it's good that none of us had to follow that right <laughs> you know <What>? real tim <laughs> my my knockout description yeah
2: it's carbonated And taste good. Yeah. There's (laughs) bubbles in it. There's alcohol. Why didn't I think of the word good? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) You can't take it now. Uh, Damn it, though. So so I'm drinking a beer. There's a brewery out here called Rar & Sons, uh, R-A-H-R. I've had a bunch of their stuff out here. They have one called the Dad Dadgum Coffee IPA, which is so good. I love it. Uh, But this one's called the Winter Warmer English-Style Dark Ale. So I'm going to pop this guy one thing i don't like about this brewery is if i don't know if you can see their can here Mm -hmm. every can has a consistent can art where it's just a different color but it's the same design on all of them i find that very boring i wish they would venture out a little bit more than just the same can just with different colors yeah yeah i can i can see that yeah but who am i to knock on their marketing team
1: it makes for a clean look when you're looking on the shelf and you see them all next to each other. It's true. Like, I think Oscar Blues is the same thing. Yes. Where, like, all mm-hmm. their cans yeah. look pretty much the same. But, yep. uh, you know, come on. Be a little bit more creative, people.
2: Come on, stupid breweries. So, surprisingly, this is a bit darker than I thought it was going to be. Oh, no, it's pretty brown. Um, on an SRM scale of 1 to 100, it's brown. So, um, <laughs> it, it has a nice head on it. Um, the smell... It smells like winter spices. Uh, so I have a feeling this is going to be reminiscent of a Christmas beer, which is what I was hoping for. All right. Let's 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 give this bad boy a shot. Okay. So it's definitely um, tastes like an oaky brown ale with very slight, I want to say almost maple on the background of it. Um, there's definitely something sweeter to it, but it's it's. It definitely has that oak first flavor <laughs> coming through. Which I don't mind. I, I'm a huge fan of brown ales. I know it's kind of a, a blasé style. Most people are kind of bored with that style. I'm a huge fan of them. And I do I I like this one a lot. So um Hmm. I wish it had a little bit more spice. Because the smell is a little bit spicier than the taste is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that gets you primed, and then if it doesn't deliver, it's a little bit disappointing. Yeah. I'd probably go. So I'm a I'm a bit more so my my rating scale on Untapped is a little bit higher than you guys. Uh, I had this problem in like high school and stuff on iPods when I would rate my stars of songs. Songs that I absolutely hated got like a two and a half. So that meant that songs that were just okay get a four, and then songs I love get a five, right? So, typically, well,
1: to be fair, Jordan, if if it's on your iPod, you can't hate it that much. Like you only had you only okay. had 40 gigs to work you with. You don't you so. don't know
2: the joke about me. I I collected music like a madman. I it used to be the joke was because I used to have I think 35 thousand songs on my i on my iTunes, and the joke used to be it's on Jordan's iPod. He doesn't know it, but it's on there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> So, <laughs> you had one of the two
1: fifty gigabyte ones.
2: I did. I always bought like the biggest one ever and I would fill that bad boy up and I would not know like half the stuff that was on there. But this one, all that to say, <laughs> this guy, I'm gonna give a four. Um, because that's pretty that's pretty like good for me. Like if I enjoy the beer but I think it's got room to grow, I think a four is kinda where I, I, I lay it. And I think I'm gonna go a four for me on this beer. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's a style I enjoy. Um, and it's a nice, nice thing to warm you up. Uh, when you don't have the fire going, here's some liquid fire. So I like that. There you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. I got to ask, do you miss having an iPod? Uh,
2: no. So here's, here's the bad thing too. It's only been a few years. I haven't had an iPhone and an iPod. I used to carry both because they didn't make iPhones big enough to carry all my music. Mm, so I'd, so be rolling, get you. Yeah, I'd be rolling into the gym with two pockets full of Apple products.
1: <laughs> 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 but it's no longer you had to get rid of no
2: it. longer no now they make the 256s and i've actually cut it down i'm down to like twelve thousand songs or something now i've cut i've cut quite a bit out
1: <laughs> are, are you more into streaming now is that what it is or
2: no i don't stream at all actually uh i've always found it very inconvenient because anytime i want to stream something it doesn't work it just Murphy's law: Every time I really am w- digging some music, it just doesn't stream. So I kind of keep it local on the phone for the most mm. part. Well, Plus our Skype call
1: already already broke once tonight. Yeah. So <laughs> see, technology is just hating on me lately. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Streaming and Jordan just don't add up.
2: Nah, yeah. nah, not good. <laughs> uh, you said this is the winter warmer English. Style, winter. Okay? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Okay, cool. And um. They say up here uh, on the back of the can, it says, Prost, y'all, a little bit of uh, beer culture and Texas culture getting <laughs> mixed like together it. there. Nice. Yes. Well, it is October Festapalooza, Palooza, as we all know. Mm. It's and continuing till next next year or October, it's right? It's that special
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. 11-month season. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So this beer is probably the weirdest check-ins i've ever seen so it's no longer in production according to untapped really Uh, i got it is only a two-month-old beer (laughs) Well, according to untapped it's no longer in production
1: and there's (laughs) only 30 check-ins maybe you're on the wrong version or something (laughs) i listen i maybe it's possible i found the winter warmer from rar and sons with twelve check check-ins is that what this is yeah and just winter, just straight up winter warmer is all it is for the description. But there's twelve thousand check-ins. So yeah, I think that's okay. the right guy. so
0: I, I I think I was in a more in-depth one. Okay, you, was... were, you were you on the dark web of untapped. You, <laughs> <laughs> I've, yeah, I found the bad the bad the bad sites. <laughs>
2: okay, anyways, Ober's got it.
1: <laughs> I got it. I got it. So, so what do you uh, what do you think the average is here?
2: So, I know people around here really love Rar. Like, they go crazy for it out here. Um, I'm going to say, because people usually think br- uh, brown ales like this are kind of generic, I'm going to go with
1: 3.96. All right. No, I feel like Todd should get mad at the people today because it's a 3.74. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That
2: is Damn. low.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. So,
0: who... Was it Obert? I think Obert was man of
2: the people. Yeah, t- Todd's man of the people. Yeah. <laughs> Here, send him a send him a digital honk honk honk. Yeah, I'll uh-huh. just
1: text him a honk right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, we we suck tonight. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> oh well.
1: Oh, yeah, well. It is what it is. But uh um, It is what it... you know, that's you've you've said you've liked other RAR and Sun Spears, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've had uh, probably three or four from them now, and I've enjoyed all of them. I've thought they've been very delicious. Nothing outstanding, like nothing that kind of stood out from uh, like other good breweries, but all of them were solid, which is good. So um, I, I kind of like consistency over, okay, we have one beer that's kind of this flair beer, and then the rest of them are just bleh. I'd rather go mm. to a brewery that kind of has everything that's good.
1: Right. But if if they were song titles on your iPod, none would get five stars? No,
2: none would get five stars, no. No, they'd get close, but not all the way to five. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) That's uh, that's reserved just for, like, separate ways by Journey. I mean, the song has to be amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all know sometimes the four and a half is the sweet spot, you know? That's true. If you see five, it's a little suspicious. Four and a half, you're like, okay, this is, you know, this is pretty good.
0: Yeah. Right. That's a good point. It's good point.
1: So Jordan, we talked a lot about the things that you're liking from Texas. What are the things that you're missing the most about back home, other than the consistent weather?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a big one. Um, I think one of the things. So it's kind of hit or miss out here. So they they have what's called Tex Mex, right? Um, which is a little bit different Mexican food than what I'm used to back in Southern California. And I found some really good places. There are some good ones out here, but we found some ones that are really, really not good. Um, so I feel like that's kind of one of the things I'm missing is just consistent Mexican food. But what's cool and also very different from about out here is in California, it's all about the burrito. Like when you go to Mexican places, they're like, get the burrito. The burrito is really good. You know, you're you're going to be fine if you order the burrito. But out here taco places are all over the place like we have a velvet taco there's fuzzy's tacos there's torchies tacos uh taco crush like and they're all good these tacos places like they're insane so i feel like i miss that like the burrito isn't life but hey i'll substitute for a few tacos that's all good with me that's fair
1: that's fair yeah so you're missing yeah. i guess is california would you say that's like baja style
2: oh 100 okay. style. pico de gallo avocado on everything that's the way you do it here it's more like heavier sauces chipotle stuff and like yeah kind of and then like ground beef and everything like they want it they want to push ground beef on you all the time i'm like i don't want ground beef that's not what i want my mexican food
1: well uh if you if you want just try moving to montana for a couple months and then you'll be glad for any decent mexican food yeah i'll (laughs) tell
2: you what i was in boston once uh or boston area for work and i went to what claimed to be a mexican restaurant and it tasted more like um uh, what do they have in Louisiana? <laughs> uh,
1: like Creole style?
2: Yeah, kind of like that. Like I was like, this is not Mexican food. There are way too many uh, Creole spices and gumbos in this place to be a Mexican restaurant.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. Like Connecticut obviously is not known for the great Mexican food, but I have been getting my fill when I'm out of Montana. I'll say that. Um, yeah. Of some halfway decent Mexican, but... I mean, I would take, I would definitely take the California or Texas style over what I got. So
2: I have a question for you, Obert, because you mentioned on the last podcast, I think it was you, I hope it was you, that you said when you guys were talking about your drunk food places that you like to go, you mentioned In N Out Burger. And I was like, oh man, I totally agree with Obert. I would always go to In N Out on drunken nights. I would start there and end there. That's how bad it got. But I thought for a second, where did you live that in In N Out was accessible to you?
1: No, so, so, I've I've had In and Out and it's been delicious, but I've never had the pleasure of, other than maybe in Las Vegas once, like ending a night drunkenly at okay. in-, in and
2: Out. Okay, because I was like, oh man, In and Out's really branching out, and I was unaware of this.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like I think like the equivalent would kind of be Five Guys, but mm. uh, well. You know, don't
2: tell people in California that you will get uh, murdered because right. people love their In-N-Out. Uh, I think it's okay. It's it's good. It's good. It's good. But it's definitely not the best. Like everyone tries to make it out to be. <laughs> yeah. Now that
1: now that I'm t- talking about it more, I'm like remembering that one hazy night I had in Las Vegas <laughs> that ended, it. and that was like I think that was my first ever In-N-Out experience. Oh and nice. I don't remember a lot of details at all, but. <laughs> Did
2: you- you don't remember if you went animal style or not?
1: I think I did, but
2: yeah, you got it. When you're drunk, you gotta soak it all up. Yeah, <laughs> I've, never, I've never been. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> so it's funny because In and Out, like, I don't think that there's another burger place that actually tastes like In n Out to me. I feel like they're kind of their taste is on their own. Um, so it would be hard to tell you to go somewhere else to replicate it. I, I'm not saying that it, it's on its own because it's leaps and bounds above say like a five guys or something but just it's a little different that you know how how it's made and what's on it and everything nice yeah Uh,
0: yeah it's it's on the it's on the to-go list it just Mm -hmm. it never happened you
2: know it's and in the foreseeable future i don't see an in and out in my uh, well happily. we got two in dallas so when you guys come oh, over here for yeah uh, dawf con that's uh, night
1: one dinner <laughs> yes night, night one dinner, dinner. It'll, it'll be catered were, catered by, <laughs> in <divided and> out. <laughs> by in and
2: out
0: night two is taco bell so, yeah hey i'm a hundred percent good with that <laughs> so
1: a lot of discussion on the the discord today about there, Chris was, not, there was not getting uh ever having not, a taco <laughs> bell before
0: yeah and uh Dana is uh, supposed to divorce me or something. <laughs> I, I saw
2: that, dude. I, I was, love I love Crunchwrap Supreme so much. My wife and I are like trying to replicate them in the house because we love them so much. It's hard to do, considering yeah, how no, cheap I, a
1: Crunchwrap is at Taco Bell. It's hard to justify making your own.
2: Yeah, yeah, just because it probably takes a lot harder than the little like uh, frozen thing I, they. I, talk.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at this point, it's like you know. I don't know if I want to have Taco Bell because now after this after the discussion and everything today like what if I really like it and it's like mm. oh there's 30 years wasted
2: you know like <laughs> Yeah but <laughs> when, imagine, what you're definitely going to like it <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what if
1: <laughs> I imagine you have Taco Bell 30 years from now and then it'll be 60 years wasted
2: mm. that's true
0: so I mean I don't know I don't know where, I don't know what point I'm trying to make here, but well, listen. <laughs> I feel
2: like everyone needs their thing, and your thing could be the guy that's never tried Taco Bell, the one man in America the, that's never tried. Everybody tried Taco needs Bell. that. Everybody needs that. Never have I ever. That yeah,
1: right.
0: You can you can lay down in a game. So.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> Chris has got that in his back pocket always. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. funny.
2: Have you guys ever tried a place called Brahms? No. No, so it's a place that is out here that I've never seen in all my travels to everywhere in the country I've been. Never seen it. But I hear it's actually a chain in this part of the country. So I was wondering if you guys had ever heard of it either. But No. You know, is, it, is it Mexican food? Or? No, no. It's burgers and fries and ice cream. Oh. No. Yeah. So I, I was like, am I just blissfully unaware? And apparently someone I talked to said that they have the best fries hmm. out of every fast food restaurant. So I got to give this clan. place a shot. Yeah. yeah it's a right. big big claim
1: that was that <laughs> was my experience when i went and uh helped chris move to uh tennessee was going to mm-hmm. zaxby's for the first time mm-hmm. yeah that was a big thing because uh, that's yeah. not a thing in like north of the mason dixon line i think true uh and it was pretty bad i think it's fair to say it was not a good not good fast food it wasn't like a destination fast food but uh
0: but I lived in I lived in Tennessee for like a year and I think we went there like twice. So, yeah. And, yeah. And one of them was the first day we went there. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> it, it, it's fine. I mean, it's nothing it's nothing too, too, too crazy or anything to write home about. But um, but speaking of food, I did. Well, speaking of food, I started a new job this week, um, but <laughs> no. Uh, but w- what's really exciting is I found out that there's this really good barbecue place that we've been to a couple of times my new building is only seven minutes away from it so (laughs) that's i'm pretty excited about that uh the smoke pit (laughs) is what it's called because barbecue is the best oh yeah Uh, so have you tried texas barbecue
2: oh yes a lot lot of it and uh it (laughs) is great it is
1: so good
2: (laughs) <laughs> I, I you know the place is good when literally so uh my in-laws have been out here and they really like they love the dallas area and we took them to a place called hutchins out here and you know a barbecue place is good when you walk in literally just to buy a hat for your father-in-law and when you walk out you have the smell of barbecue on you for the next 24 hours <laughs> yeah was <laughs> oh, so in there for like two minutes <laughs> nice that's awesome.
1: Just, could you imagine being yeah. married to somebody who like is a chef at a barbecue joint, and just like oh. they just come home and you're like starving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't be married to a person who works at a barbecue restaurant without being mm-hmm. like 300 pounds at least. It's a prerequisite for yeah. sure. <laughs> or if not a prerequisite, at least you'll end up that way. It's a post requisite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the way.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man, food's good. Food I like is food. good. This is yeah, number
1: it, two episode in a row. We talk about food. Here we
0: go. We're beer and food now. If it started. Out,
2: yeah. It, it started the snowball effect, and every guest you have on now is going to
1: be <laughs> <just> talking <laughs> about food. Yeah.
0: Where do you? Where do? You, what food do you like? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Taco Bell?
2: <laughs> First question we ask Del any segment? guest: Del Taco or a Taco Bell kind of person? Yeah
1: taco john's the potato nothing you're gonna have that one
2: that one weirdo on here who's like long john silvers is my go-to get Get out of here disconnected (laughs) you're kicked off the
0: podcast and never invited back (laughs)
1: Um. Oh, all right, so I think it's that time, the episode, um, where we have actually a special treat for you tonight. Uh, Jordan's going to sing us, perform, <laughs> live performance. <laughs> Acoustic version. <laughs> Acoustic version. Uh, <laughs> test your our, handle. <laughs> our test, test our handle song. But uh, Right. Uh, um. No, all right. So Jordan, this is so weird. But anyway, Jordan, who's here, kick it. Let's go. Here we go. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle.
0: Mug of wisdom.
2: Drink. Mug of wisdom.
1: All right. Wow. Thank you, Jordan, as always.
2: Yep. That was all live. Right all there. live. It, sound, it fa- oh. sounds very similar. I'm, I'm very consistent. Yeah. <laughs> very you, got,
1: you got that synth on lockdown. Oh, yeah. tell you right. like. I always have
2: the MIDI keyboard right next to me. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So I think even though Todd is man of the people, I think because Jordan sang the song, he gets to go first this all week. All right. Cool. <laughs> Okay, Sounds that works. good. So yeah.
2: I got, a, I got a, a a weird handle that's specific for only people that have a problem that I have. But I think there's more out there than, than I, I see. So during the winter, I've always had this problem where my hands get super dry and cracked. Like oh, pretty yeah. much my knuckles are just bleeding from September to March because I obsessively, compulsively wash my hands all day. And then, you know, it's cold. I don't dry them enough because I'm too ADD to sit in, the, in there and put, wash my hands. Um, so then they get all cracked. Well, my wife got me this stuff. So they make good lotions out there, right? But my problem was is that they always, my hands always feel oily. So I'm stuck between do I either want my hands to be constantly bleeding or for me to constantly feel squeamish from my hands being too oily because I hate that feeling so much. Well, she found this stuff, and it's from Duke Cannon. It's called Bloody Knuckles. And it says it's formulated to repair the hands of workers, fighters, and world champions. Now, I'm not any of those three, but (laughs) I decided that I would still give it a shot. (laughs) This stuff is a life save for anyone who has chapped hands during the winter. It keeps them nice and moisturized without all that residue that a lot of the other ones give you. So if you're OCD, like me... And you don't like how things feel on your hands, but you don't want to be bleeding all over everyone every time you shake someone's hand after COVID's over. Um, This is a good product for you to get, this Duke Cannon. So that's really good. And if you want something more relatable, like I said, I'm watching Shit's Creek. It's great. Go watch that. (laughs) Something more relatable.
1: (laughs) Well, just to piggyback on what Jordan said, I mean, I... I never really had that issue and then moved to Montana where it's a lot drier. It's a lot more arid. My hands are cracking more in the winter. And then on top of that with COVID and all the hand sanitizer, hand-washing, I got to be real bad. So I uh, have not evolved to anything as fair. I just have a tub of Vaseline, like a, like a Neanderthal that I am of just like slathering <laughs> my hands. Like I'm from the 19th century or something. But uh, <laughs> um I, I think I'm overdue for an upgrade, so I yeah, this stuff, I'll have to check this like, out.
2: It looks like pomade. Like, you think you should be putting it in your hair, but you put it on your hands. Um, and, hey, kudos to you for being able to use Vaseline. I I'm telling you, I am so weird. If my hands are too slippery or oily, I get, like... I ha- I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. So I don't mm. know if that's literally just me and no one else on the planet, but hey, they make this stuff for uh, world champions and I'm going to keep telling myself that that's <laughs> you're a world champion. There you go. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> See, I
1: have the counterintuitive thing where I'm like, if it maybe does leave my hands oily, I don't know. If it's working. I'm like, Oh look, oh. my hands have to be hydrated because they're still shiny. <laughs>
2: i can't hold my beer (laughs) yeah so i
1: know my knuckles are protected because i can still see the layer of oil on them Yeah, no moisture is getting in or out
0: it's like sealer for your
2: hands
1: yeah all
2: right so that's mine i'm done okay jordan
1: who you're handing your mug off to
2: uh i'm gonna hand it to you obert
1: okay so this episode comes out that we're recording now is going to come out on uh, Monday, December 14th. And uh, this handle might be a little premature, but um, it's right after the second episode drops in a show on Showtime called Your Honor. Um, starring Brian Cranston doing what he does best, which is like morally gray things. Uh, I've al- So I've only seen the one episode so far. There's nine episodes that are coming out in total for this miniseries. And, uh, you know, if this was going to be a regular reoccurring show, I might say, you know, wait to see a season or two if it's going to get good. But I want to get you, our listeners, in on the ground floor of the show, Your Honor. Um, the The premise is basically, you know, I, I don't want to reveal too much, but basically Brian Cranston, he's a judge, and his son gets involved in uh i'll just say he's in a hit and run and the the mob is involved uh so that's all i really want to say so he has as a judge has to decide okay am i going to protect my son you know what am i going to do and it's just brian cranston doing what he does best which is just being an amazing actor on screen um i've only seen the one episode so far and based on that i'm really looking forward to sunday which is the day before you're listening to this when the second one comes out but uh, I couldn't wait until the show was done to to make it my handle. So that's why I'm I'm saying it for you guys now. Check out Your Honor on Showtime. Um, really good based on the first of nine episodes that I've seen.
2: Yeah, I love uh, all those morally gray characters he plays. Kind of like the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sword <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those is he guys. zordon uh he was the voice yeah he was zordon in the new power rangers movie uh, oh the new he, one okay he voiced as uh, some villains in the like og power rangers but he was oh zordon i didn't know that one. that's yeah. funny
1: oh interesting okay cool oh he's, jordan man. is low-key our resident power rangers expert oh yeah
2: i mean <laughs> anything that only an eight-year-old should be watching i got your back
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i know all about it <laughs> um okay so with that chris um why don't you top, top off our rusty mug here with some wisdom?
0: Okay. Yeah. So my handle this week is something that I bought. Just an extra thing to have uh, for maybe if you're... Have, okay. Have you ever been using a laptop, which is terrible sometimes, and you run out of USB ports? And you're like, what am I going to do? Especially when you need those pesky USB 3.0s. Well, on Amazon... You can buy a USB 3.0 hub, um, which you can uh, plug into your USB 3.0 slot, and boom, you plug... This one, the one I bought, you do have to plug in, but boom, then all of a sudden, you have seven additional ports, so... It's amazing. Uh, now I know this isn't super exciting, but when you're
1: when you're, a streamer, I know what you're and, thinking, podcast I, audience. I,
0: I know what you're thinking. This is too good to be true, but uh, but when you're a streamer trying to work from a laptop instead of a computer for whatever reason, whether you're remote or not, um, you know I, I never realized how much I had plugged into my PC. But when you talk about uh, between my uh, my microphone, my uh, webcam, my capture card my ring light like all this stuff and i only have my 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 mouse and everything uh it really it is a pain in the ass because if you don't you have to you always sacrifice one thing well i'm not going to use my webcam i'll use the onboard one it's super crappy or i don't have a mouse so i have to use the trackpad which is terrible so it's just a small quality of life item that i've bought uh and I mean, I love it i I use it all the time now, even on my computer, I have it just sitting on my desk, just in case I ever have to you know quick plug something in, boom, there it is. It's on the desk, Boop, there you go extra u s b power. If I need to plug in my phone, boop extra u s b power so um now, so
1: before I put you on blast, I want just want to give Jordan the opportunity to. If if he wants to jump in, because I know I Why, always did someone do.
0: Someone already put someone already put this out over. No, just don't remember. Well,
2: I was gonna say, speaking of like uh, unique problems that only certain people have, I actually agree. With Chris on this, I have a seven-port USB external thing that I use because I do video editing, which is another problem that you have. You have like 500 different hard drives with different raw material on each one from stuff you're shooting, and you have to have them all plugged in at the same time. The thing that you need to be careful about, though, is that each one is rated for a different amount of power usage, and some of these guys will give you seven slots but can only... Uh, output power to three of them at a time, which is bogus. But they have like I forget what it's called, like VHUs or VHWs or something. So you have to be make sure that what you're plugging into it isn't going to overload. Because I've had that happen where I've had a hard drive plugged in and you have you're using it some material on there and then it gets ejected and I'm like, no, I was editing on
1: that. And then <laughs> you got to start all
2: over. <laughs> Okay. That's so I'm not a, putting them on black. <laughs> I'm saying that's, this good, is pro, that's a good pro
1: tip there. Okay. It's
0: yeah, a good pro tip. Good pro tip. So,
1: well, I, I, I guess I have to ask like, if I, at what point is it like, can I just recommend you buy extra like phone chargers on Amazon? Like, <laughs> you ever try and charge your phone, but you. Your phone charges in the other room. Buy an extra phone charger.
2: (laughs) Listen, I would. Listen, don't don't think that's not the future. Handle idea. Handle. Uh, You ever want to change a channel, but you don't want to get up? (laughs) 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 Remote.
1: No, similar vein, I guess. But I, 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 since since March, I've been working from home, and I have a docking station that I plug. It has, like, whatever, the same, like, a ton of USB ports and my headphone jack and my, mo- like, monitor inputs and all that stuff. So everything I have plugged into my computer, normally I plug into the docking station. And then that I just swap over from either my work computer or my home computer so that my desktop all stays the same. I use the same keyboard, mouse, monitors, all that stuff. But uh, found it very handy working from home to switch between the two. So um, I don't know. You said you have – I know you have – a desktop as well as a laptop chris might be right might be something worth looking at a docking station maybe future handle idea
0: yeah there you go that's not actually not a bad idea at all the only thing that and not to it's a good idea oh of course and but, if you're working
1: from home you could probably get your work to job to pay for it just throwing that out there
0: oh there you go yeah. see i don't i don't get to work from home i have to go to work i uh, work from work <laughs> i work from work oh man now normally if i'm using my laptop though either my pc is broken which has happened twice so you know that's a possibility or uh i'm doing something away from it like uh like my baking streams or whatever so um but anyways there's there it is there's there's the thing that's on my desk that i saw that i thought was pretty neat so
2: (laughs) (laughs) that was like i just realized that after all these years there's a remote for your apple tv on your iphone I never knew that. And so when we decorate for Christmas, our Apple TV is behind some garland, which makes it a pain to use the actual remote. Like you have to get it in position and you could just use the remote for years. I have been struggling during <laughs> Christmas time to like change the channel on my Apple TV or just move around. Could have been using my phone this whole time. Whole time. <laughs> uh,
0: that's
2: how they get you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how they, they get make you. life
0: too easy. <laughs> That's why I use Android. Yeah,
2: I have that Microsoft Zune still.
0: Actually, I do have one somewhere. There is, there's one in this house. Yes, that has
2: to be worth money or so That, that belongs I'm, in I'm a mo- museum. <laughs> I've been looking, up, looking up on eBay, how much is a Zune worth?
1: Uh, well, thank you all for listening to this week's edition of "Very Specific Problems Solved by Technology." Um, we Uh, I want to thank the breweries that provided the beers this week. I'll get started with, um, I don't even know who brews this. I guess Lexington Brewing and Distilling Co. with their Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Peppermint Porter.
0: I would like to thank Wild
2: Mind Artisan Ales for their Critical Path Hazy IPA. And I'd like to thank Raw and Sons Brewing Company for their winter warmer English style dark ale. Make sure you go over and follow us all on social media.
0: Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. Don't bother with Twitter. Basically, Instagram, Instagram <laughs> at Dawf Podcast. Facebook. Shoot. Untapped. Oh, Facebook. Facebook. Untapped. Well, again. DAWF Podcast. Uh, go ahead and send us the emails, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, shoot us over whatever you're thinking. Whatever you're thinking right now. How cool is a 7USB uh, pub? Let us know. <laughs> Make sure you join us on Discord. Uh, the link, the invitation link is in the description below uh we had some fun talking about my absence of taco bell this week so you want to be in on those conversations letting us know uh what it is uh what it is i'm missing in life you know let's we should make a new channel what chris is missing in life um, i would of course that would
1: be a popular channel i think it would i think it would be yeah yeah,
0: yeah it would be um but uh, Jordan thank you for being here go ahead and properly put yourself over
2: yeah so I am creator and host of a podcast called wreck my podcast which uh, drinking alone with friends has actually been a part of so um, go check out their Top Gun episode from a few months ago but also check out all our other episodes we cover mostly nostalgic topics things from the 80s 90s early 2000s we take things that we remember as being good and see whether or not watching them and without the rose colored glasses of nostalgia if they stay good or not um that's kind of the gist of what we do uh we don't always stick strictly to that but wreck my podcast on all podcasting apps uh youtube as well recmypodcast.com if you want the central hub of where you can kind of see everything that's going on with our instagram our youtube our audio all that stuff it's a lot of fun um, we just did uh, planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and recently, Just Jingle All the Way is coming out, Ooh. and that's a fun one for Christmas time, and I don't know what we're going to do for Christmas, two days before Christmas. I'm not sure which one we're going to do yet, but it's it'll be good. I promise you that.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I haven't listened to Planes, <laughs> Trains, and Automobiles yet, but I really did enjoy the... the- boy meets world Halloween episode special Uh, that was a good one so much
2: fun so much fun I love boy meets world so that was Uh, not that did not ruin anything for me (laughs) (laughs) that show that show's so good that's such a great show it is it really is
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah definitely check out all of Jordan's podcasts uh well well the, the main one but you know um but uh, it's always a great time, always fun to listen to. Uh, other than that, oh, make sure you check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash
1: Give us five stars and, on iTunes.
0: Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Give us five stars on iTunes, uh, rate, review, uh, like just five stars, and then type whatever you want into the into the review section. I don't even care what it is. Just type it in. like. <laughs> to help some kind of algorithm i don't know i'm not a i'm not an expert on it but if it's uh,
1: funny enough we'll read it here live on the podcast
0: yeah there you go five Ooh. star reviews we'll read on the podcast well, if, if it's funny, funny enough. enough yeah if it's funny enough yeah. right you have to be you have to make us at least
2: chuckle yeah for, uh, uh, to so that's you why, like why the... you never read mine okay i got it <laughs> We, we, we just
1: decided just, this today. So oh, okay, yeah, this okay. was
2: an ex- executive decision
0: between me and <laughs> <laughs> like I gave him right the look. He
1: gave me the look back and it was agreed upon. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Oh, man. Um, so hopefully, hopefully I, I don't want to promise anything, but hopefully we get Ted back soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to push anything, but he's still doing well. So, um, you know, keep him in your thoughts. But uh, he is doing, he's doing very well, so I think he's back, he was back to work today, so, or yesterday. Oh, so, he's, <laughs> so he's back to work. So, um, but yes, we are all obviously thinking and missing Tud very much, uh, even though we've had two very fun episodes with fun friends. Um, and yeah, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. So um, my name's Chris.
2: My name's Obert. And I'm Jordan. And remember, if you're drinking alone... Do it with friends.
1: Yeah. Did I get it? You yeah, got it. Did it. Yes.
0: You and both. <laughs> one time. It I mean, old. hey, it's only taken me
2: what, like three or four times? Yeah, yeah right. Five times <laughs> <to> get
1: it? <laughs> right? That's four, it. Times That's jar. Jar. <laughs> four times. all Sorry, I think I missed it. I was trying to find an empty USB port to plug my uh, my phone in to charge it. It's <laughs> dying here. <laughs> See, you fool! <laughs> you damn fool! <laughs>